You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Basketball season won't be around forever, so get into all the action now with DraftKings the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, steal, and assist means so much more with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy lineup. Baseball fans, you may have missed out on season-long fantasy, so now is the time to get in on all the daily fantasy action where DraftKings has even more ways to make it rain. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 2, Episode 47, and this is going to be another solo pod for me as Andy is working a late one tonight, so Andy, thoughts and prayers go out to you. Uh, I I am currently home. It is 7.27 p.m. on Wednesday, May 19th. And this is probably the earliest I've gotten home from work in, oh God, months. So I am pumped and ready to do another solo pod. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about, uh, you know, the NHL playoffs. And, you know, I am a gambling man. Um, I know Andy, um, he knows he knows what the gambling world is all about. But I, I, uh, I, I probably explored a little bit more. And, you know, I wrote a blog for the morning skate, basically giving my picks for each of the series. Um, I thought there were a lot of really good odds out there. So I'm going to go through series by series and and kind of talk about each one. I know we're a few games in, so I will give maybe an updated um, uh, thought as the uh, as, as some 
well, some series are two games in, some haven't even started yet, like the Edmonton-Winnipeg series. So let's, let's just go one by one, and uh, we're going to start with the Pittsburgh Penguins versus the New York Islanders. Now, originally when this all started, Penguins were a minus 146 to win the series. The Islanders were a plus 118. So if you don't know, if you don't know anything about gambling, essentially, for me to explain it, there's going to be minuses and pluses. Uh, minuses means you're the favorite, pluses mean you're the underdog. So in the case of the Pittsburgh Penguins, they're minus 146. It means that you have to bet $146 to win 100. Now, the Islanders were plus 118, so you would have to bet $100 to win 118. So remember, plus means you're an underdog, minus means you are a favorite. So I thought that the Islanders were a beautiful pick going into this series at plus 118. I like them as the underdog. A lot of people are high on the Pittsburgh Penguins, and, and rightfully so. They're a team that can score a bunch of goals. They score goals in clusters, and uh, they have such a dynamic offense. And I call the Pittsburgh Penguins the, well, I guess they're not, uh, you know, I guess the... Um, uh, New England Patriots aren't really relevant anymore, but they're, you know, Sidney Crosby's kind of like the Tom Brady when he was on the Patriots, where no matter what the makeup of the team kind of looks like, no matter what the roster looks like, uh, he can always lead the way, and they're just a winning organization. When people count them out, like like Andy and I did at the beginning of the year, uh, you know, they, you know, now there's an egg on our face as they won the division. So the one versus four seed, um, but I really like the Islanders. I think this game or this series is going to go 7. Uh, right now it's 1-1, one, one, both really close, tight matches um, to be expected against these two teams. Uh, you know, looking looking at um, the series right now as it goes to Long Island, the Islanders are, are uh, you know, they stole one on the road, and that's exactly what you need to do um, in, a, in a tight series is steal one on the road. So, uh, you know, I, I think... If the Islanders can split their home games, I think they'll be in okay shape. I think the longer they stick around in this series, uh, the better it suits them. Uh, Pittsburgh's got to be careful because if the well runs dry with goal scoring and they take a few games off or they run out of steam uh, late, in the, late in the round, I think they're going to be in trouble. And uh, I really like the Islanders at plus 118. It's 1-1 right now. I don't, I'm not sure what the updated odds are. But my pick originally was New York Islanders in seven games at plus 118. Right now, that's looking pretty, pretty good. Uh, Paul Mary with a beautiful game-winning goal in overtime in game one. Uh, you know, making Lou look uh, like a genius right now. Uh, bringing him in from the New Jersey Devils. So the second series, uh, another one from the Mass Mutual, is the Boston Bruins versus the Washington Capitals. Um, again, uh, a series that I thought was going to go tight uh, and and long into the into the round. I I really like the Washington Capitals. Again, a lot of people on the Bruins, and rightfully so. Very good team, best line in hockey. But um, to you know, looking at the lines. For the round to win this to win the round, 
it was Boston Bruins minus 154. So betting $154, it went 100. Or I can get the Washington Capitals at plus 126. So betting 100 to win $126. I like the underdog again with the Washington Capitals. I just think they're a tougher, grittier team. Uh, if they're 100% healthy, I think they are the better team, uh, man for man. But Boston is, uh, again, a winning organization. They know how to win. Um, you know, they're a team that are a bunch of veterans that have been to the Stanley Cup a few times in the last couple of years. And, and, you know, they certainly want to get back to that point. Uh, I don't know if they have the horses to win. I don't know if they have the goal scoring uh, to win a long, grueling, grinding uh, round that goes six or seven games. So, you know, looking at the makeup of... Uh, you know, the Capitals, I just think, you know, if if they can, you know, find a way to um, keep the series going, the later, the better, sort of like the Islanders in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, again, I'm, I'm not a huge, uh, I'm not a huge uh, fan of any of these teams looking at the mass mutual division as a whole. If I had to pick one team to kind of come out of it, I guess I'm looking at the Capitals. Uh, you know, they were the ones who took Lundqvist under their their um, uh, under their realm. And, you know, I'm kind of pulling for them, I think. You know, I, my opinion changes. I certainly don't want Pittsburgh to win. I kind of want the Islanders. And I don't want Boston to win, that's for sure. So I want Capitals. And out of Capitals and Islanders, that's pretty, pretty easy. I, I'm, I'm Capitals all the way. So I'll be pulling for... Uh, Tom Wilson and the Capitals. I know that might be sacrilegious right now to be saying as a Ranger fan, but that's just the reality of the situation. No one really wants their own division to do well except for their team. But, eh, you know, given the situation at hand and being the gambler in me, I, I kind of want the uh, Washington Capitals to come out of the mass mutual. Next, we'll move on to the West. I don't even know what division they're really called. Uh, we have the Vegas Golden Knights at minus 230 versus the Minnesota Wild at plus 182. To give you an update, uh, at this point, the series is tied 1-1, which is actually pretty shocking. Um, I, I, I shouldn't say too shocking because I chose this series to go six games, and usually I don't like heavy favorites, but Vegas Golden Knights are certainly one of those teams that will be competing for a Stanley Cup. I think you'll see them eventually in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, they want to get back to that point. I think they have unfinished business. Uh, Fleury um, has a chip on his shoulder. If he can get another Stanley Cup with Vegas, I think that would be huge and just cement him as one of the best goalies of all time. Uh, certainly, um, you know, a, a team that is built to win a Stanley Cup right now. And I think they have the pieces as long as they stay healthy and stay consistent. Now, they lost their first game, which was a little bit of shock. But um, in, in my write-up, I kind of said that the Wild have been sort of a Cinderella team. And if you look at that game that the Wild were able to steal from the Knights, it was kind of a Cinderella game. Um, they got totally outshot they got outplayed and a fluky goal happens in overtime and and uh that's what happens when you you know you you fail to put the puck in the net and you let a, a, a i should see an inferior team stick around um so looking at this series game two was a little bit different vegas totally outplaying 
um, Wild scoring three goals to one and tying the series back up. I think Vegas will finish this um, series and round in six games. That's what I originally picked. So I took the Vegas Golden Knights at minus 230 in six games. All right, so on to the other powerhouse of the West. They got the Colorado Avalanche at minus 380 versus the St. Louis Blues at 290. Again, I told you before, I really don't like heavy favorites because it's just, uh, it's never really worth it in hockey. Just, it's too dynamic of a sport and playoffs are so unpredictable that uh, just, it's not worth it. So I took the Blues at plus 290. Huge underdog, the biggest underdog, I think of, yeah, the biggest underdog there is in the playoffs this year in the first round, and rightfully so. I mean, Colorado's an absolute beast. Uh, they can outscore any team. Obviously, McKinnon, Rantanen, McCarr, just some dynamic offensive talent there, and they can get it from any which, they can get it from anybody, really, so... Um, I know I'm kind of rambling on, but, uh, you know, again, Avalanche, the only reason I took the Blues at plus 290 is because I kind of want the Avalanche to win. So sometimes you got to, you know, bet against your emotion this way. It's a win-win. You know, if Colorado wins the series, I want them to win. So I'm happy. But if St. Louis wins, I got a little coin on them. I will win big at plus 290. So if I bet $100, I'd win $290. you know, looking at the St. Louis Blues, I don't know if if they have the magic that it takes to win another Stanley Cup. I mean, the year that Ryan O'Reilly had when they won the Cup two years ago was certainly special. And I don't know if he'll be able to capture that magic. Um, if he's got that fire in him again to do it, that chip on his shoulder, you know, to fall in love in, with hockey again after being... Uh, you know, toyed around with and 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 shot into the pits of hell and and buffalo and falling out of love with hockey to fall back in love with it and in st louis and to win a stanley cup and to have the playoff run he won um just is special and i don't know if he'll be able to uh lead the blues to uh, a huge upset in round one against the colorado avalanche it just seems like after colorado's exit in the playoffs last year pretty much due to goaltending and having their basically fourth string goalie um you know basically have to lead them uh i think the avalanche will probably have a chip on their shoulder so in theory, uh, my pick is the St. Louis Blues, but we all kind of know where this series is probably heading. Um, it looks like it's it's going to be a Colorado Avalanche win as they are up one nothing and had no problem defeating the St. Louis Blues in Game 1. Game 2 tonight. Uh, what time is that game? Wait, maybe it's not tonight. Oh, no, it is tonight, 10.30 p.m., uh, in Colorado, and you know, even if Colorado takes it, you never know. The series obviously isn't over until the home team loses. So, um, we're gonna be, uh, you know, hopefully, we're gonna be in store for a longer series. I think, you know, if St. Louis has any chance of winning, they need it to go seven games and steal a game seven. I don't know if they have the horses or the fire to do that, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, they do. Now we're going to be moving down south, but not really even south because that division is scattered all over the place. But 
Given that there are so many Southern Florida teams, we're going to call it the South Division or the Yarmir Yager Division. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, minus 162 versus the Florida Panthers at plus 130. Now, I, I for one, am so sick and tired of people telling me to buckle up because the Florida Panthers are here to win the division. They're going to win this round. They're going to beat the Battle of Florida. They're going to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. You know, it's just horseshit. The Florida Panthers are going to get swept. They're down 2 nothing already. I said Tampa Bay Lightning minus 162 in four games. That was my prediction. It's written in stone. Not stone. It's just written online for everyone to see. Now, I am also the one who called the um, the Tampa Bay Columbus Blue Jacket upset a few years back. Um, so I like to pat myself on this one. This one is a similar boat. Everyone's choosing the Florida Panthers. Listen, the Florida Panthers ain't shit. Um, they have no Ekblad. They lost um, uh, Sam Bennett uh, last game. They have no grit. They have no response. Listen, Tampa Bay, they're winners. They coasted through the regular season. They pulled the Chicago Blackhawks where they had Kucherov sit out until the playoffs so they can be over the cap during the playoffs. This team is built to win another Stanley Cup. I think they could go back-to-back. Again, it's going to be a tough division because once we get into the the uh, the other two matchups or the other matchup in this division, um, they might have their hands full. But don't be shocked if the Tampa Bay Lightning return to the Stanley Cup final, win another cup, because this team still has uh, they still have that that punch. And you know, it just seems like whenever they're counted counted out, um, they learn how to adapt. They can play against any opponent. And uh, great coaching, uh, great players, and, you know, Braden Point continues to be a beast in the playoffs, and he's looking for his con smite after it kind of got stolen um, by Victor Hedman last year. Hello, my name is Richard Blosser, host of the Grit and Barrett podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network, covering the Hershey Bears, the 11-time Calder Cup champions of the American Hockey League, and the 2018 Stanley Cup champion, Washington Capitals. Each Tuesday, I recap Bears games, give you Bears news, notes, and nuggets, and all of the hockey news that matters to me, whether it's the American Hockey League, the NHL, or banter about hockey jerseys. This hack brings you high energy. They score! Connor McMichael has ended the game! Unfiltered. Look, Kirko's really going to have to work hard to bring back the fan base from this pandemic because you can't just rely on vaccinations. You have a fan base that is old, stubborn, and very reluctant to change. Not to mention you got to work on bringing back families and then whatever fan base you can try and get back from other parts of the state. You just can't rely on people coming out from 81 and 78. You got to work on a fan base that's very, very hesitant to change and at times unfocused. Look, Ovechkin is basically the guy who comes into the bar, kicks open the door, and says, who ordered a white Russian, huh? Well, we all know Sidney Crosby is the guy who enters in from the side door, red carpet, VIP, Armani suits, and alligator shoes. That's just the type of guys they are. So join me every Tuesday here on the Hockey Podcast Network for the Grit and Barrett Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1. That's Grit, G R I T, and 
B-E-A-R-I-T-P-1 on Twitter. Available wherever you get all your podcasts. Part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Carolina Hurricanes minus 280 versus the Nashville Predators at plus 225. Um, Yeah, I mean, what can you say? I mean, Carolina Hurricanes, I... Um, the morning skate did a little bit of a uh, contest. Um, sorry, I got allergies. My mouth is a little itchy. I got no water right now, so I'm a little raspy, but we're going to grind through this. Carolina Hurricanes minus 280. I don't like you as underdogs, but I love the Carolina Hurricanes. They are my pick to be in a Stanley Cup Finals. Um, I just think they're a dynamic team, a hungry team, uh, a team that... Um, has learned a lot from being in the playoffs the last few years. You saw how they manhandled the Rangers in the bubble. Um, you know, the, they, they beat, you know, they beat the you know, Boston Bruins. They're right there on the edge. I think they won't take one step forward and, and make it to the Stanley cup finals. I don't know if they're going to win the Stanley cup, but I definitely think that uh, they'll be there. So I think it's either going to be them or Tampa Bay. The winner of that series will be the representative uh, in the Stanley cup final. Um, I, cause I don't really know, I don't know how the crossover works. So I don't, I can't really predict who's actually going to be in the Stanley cup final because the two teams that I like might be actually playing each other in the semis. Um, looking at Carolina's coach, I mean, Nashville's irrelevant. I don't even know why, it, it, honestly, if there's one series that I think is irrelevant, I think this is it. Uh, probably the least amount of viewership. Um, one game in, Carolina's up one nothing. It's closer than I thought, but I think they uh, find their groove. I pick Carolina Hurricanes to win in four games. Nashville Predators are just irrelevant. Uh, I can't even believe they're in the playoffs. Um, hot, hot bod rod, basically the guys jacked. Um, I don't. I'm hoping their ownership is too cheap to sign them. We talked a little bit about this last podcast, but. I think he'd fit great behind the bench with the New York Rangers. Similar team, uh, young, upcoming. But I think with his system, uh, playing a little bit of a gritty, more physical game uh, with some you know, offensive dynamic uh, punch, I think the Rangers could be in a similar position of the Carolina Hurricanes in a, couple, a year or two. So um, I, I know... You know, I, I know the Rangers got dismantled by the Hurricanes a few years ago, but I do think that was almost the best thing for them because it kind of humbled them a little bit. It kind of taught us that we needed a little fire and grit in order to play in the playoffs. And, you know, we're not going to, you know, be regular season champions like, uh, um, you know, like the Elaine Vigneault teams of the past. So, again, Carolina Hurricanes minus 280 in four games. Just, I know... It's not a sexy line, but you got to take it uh, when it's just this lopsided. Uh, right. The final division, the North Division, we have the Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Montreal Canadiens. Toronto Maple Leafs are minus 310. I like them a lot. I like them a lot in this. I like them a lot because I just think. Matthews is such a gifted goal scorer. They can score themselves out of any problem. The Montreal Canadiens, I don't even know what to make of them. They're just that pesty team that kind of sticks around. I picked them to win the series on a strict gambling, cause sort of like what I did with the Blues, where I kind of know they're going to lose, but the line is just not worth it. Like, How do you take the Toronto Maple Leafs after their 
collapses in some of the playoff matches that they've had over the years at minus 310. Like, give me a break. I'm not betting the Toronto Maple Leafs that. If they were minus 200, okay, I can do that. I can do that. But no, I'm not going to do it right now. At minus 310, I got plus 240 with the Montreal Canadiens. This certainly, hopefully, will be a huge battle. I love this original six matchup. I want it to go seven games. I said it's going to be seven games. Again, when there's huge underdogs, the only way they really win these series is if they go seven games. And that's exactly what Canadians need to do. Uh, get the game seven, steal a game seven, and uh, you know uh, make that underdog win uh, and put some money in my pocket. Please, 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 please. All right, the final series. We have the Edmonton Oilers at minus 184 versus the Winnipeg Jets at plus 150. Now, again, this... Wait, hold on one second. We got... Oh, this is bad, bad, bad radio. When the when the hell does... When the hell does... Game 1... Is tomorrow for Montreal? Or maybe that's tonight. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. They haven't played their first game yet. So, it is what it is. Edmonton Oilers, we're going Winnipeg Jets. Edmonton, minus 184 versus the Winnipeg Jets. This one was tough. It's a toss-up for me. But I'm going Winnipeg Jets in six games at plus 150. The line kind of pushed me. This isn't such a St. Louis-Montreal bet, but it sort of is at the same time. 150, I think, is just too good to pass up. Winnipeg Jets are one of those teams that uh, they have the pieces. They have the goaltending. They could steal a long series. They could steal a couple games. And... In the playoffs, I just don't believe in the individual. I really do think you need a full four lines. I think you need three sets of D. You need a couple defensemen that can, you know, put in some minutes. I think the Jets are built to to have a huge upset. I think a lot of people are putting a little too much faith in, faith in Connor McDavid. Now listen, Connor McDavid is the best player in the NHL. He can win you a hockey game. But there's a huge difference between winning you a regular season hockey game and winning you a playoff series. Will he steal a game against the Winnipeg Jets? Without a doubt. He's going to score. He's going to have a four or five point night. I, I, I almost guarantee it. But my problem is, is the rest of the team going to step up when Connor McDavid gets shut down in a seven game series? I don't know. I don't know if they're built for that. So for me, I'm taking the Winnipeg Jets at plus 150 in six games. So it pretty much sums up everything, how I feel going into um, the first round. Looking looking at these teams and then looking at the, the New York Rangers and looking at some of the games that I've seen uh, played so far, especially the ones out of the East, New York Islanders-Pittsburgh series, and the uh, Washington Capitals Boston Bruins series, it's clear the Rangers have a lot, a lot of work to do. In my opinion, they definitely need to get grittier. They need to learn how to play um, a physical game, but also maintain possession of the puck in the offensive zone. They got to play below the dots. They got to, you know, have their, you know, uh, defense. Um, 
you know, step up and be a part of the offense at times. And they need to, you know, know how to defend as a unit and defend through the neutral zone, through the guts of the ice. And sometimes the Rangers like to play a little bit of a softer run and gun game, um, waiting for, you know, the play to to come to them. And I think in the playoffs, you really got to, you know, learn how to take the game to your opponent. I think it's a, you know, playoffs are all about momentum. It's all about puck possession. And I don't think the Rangers are built right now to uh, win, win a series. I think, um, you know, next year there'll be a playoff team, but I think you're going to see if they don't address some of the issues that I'm talking about right now, they're going to have an early exit. I mean, honestly, I mean, if you look at the teams that will be in their division and, you know, uh, and like, could you imagine if they made the playoffs this year, they'd get absolutely destroyed by every single one of those teams. The Islanders toyed with them towards the end of the year. The Pittsburgh Penguins owned them. Even though they stuck around those games, Pittsburgh was always find, finding a way to steal a game and steal points at the end and um, tying it late and then winning in overtime. That's a, just the sign of a mature team that knows how to win hockey games. And I know that's regular season, but if you don't think the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to uh, you know, play like that during the playoffs and, and, and step it up a notch, uh, especially against a team like the New York Rangers, you're crazy. Um, you know, the Washington Capitals, again, a team who just bullied the Rangers the last few games, and Tom Wilson just body-slamming our best player and, and and punching and, you know, basically holding his stick on the throat of Buchnevich. Like, these teams are bullies, and they play that bully style in the playoffs, and that's why, you know, they're going to win. And, you know, I, I do look at the favorites, on the gambling websites of the Colorados and the Vegas. And my only critique of them is are, are they going to be able to survive a series against, you know, a capitals against the Carolina hurricanes? Are they going to be able to match the intensity of the Tampa Bay lightning who are kind of like chameleons who just, yeah, chameleons, the, the lizard that just adapt and change colors no matter where they are. And, you know, you saw that last year, you know, a lot of people questioned whether or not the Tampa Bay lightning can play that gritty game. But they just mirror and, and you know, they they can outpatient you. They could, you know, step on your throat when needed. They're just a ruthless team that knows how to win hockey games. And, you know, Cooper um, is an expert about, you know, creating a game plan against the individual team that he's playing up against, which is why they're going to sweep the Florida Panthers. Um, you know, when, when, when they eventually have to face Carolina next round, um, you know, they're going to be in for it because those two teams certainly love to match their, you know, match their opponent's intensity, uh, both well-coached teams. Uh, I give the edge to uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, but, um, you know, Carolina is a younger team. They could be hungrier with something to prove. And, you know, maybe the Tampa Bay Lightning fall to the Carolina Panthers. And um, looks like the way the NHL website has it, they'd be playing the winner of the Mass Mutual. So um, the one thing with the Mass Mutual that I am a little bit worried about is, you know, they're going to be beat up by the time they make it. it that, I mean, that division is a gauntlet. The, the f- two rounds that you're going to have to play, you know, basically Tampa Bay and Carolina are going to walk through the first round. They're going to have one tough round where they're going to be playing against a very good opponent. The winner of that is going to be pretty much rested with some really good hockey under their belt playing against a team that's going to have to play two long grueling rounds uh i think to get to the 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 semifinals 
And if you look at the West, okay, you have Colorado and Vegas. I think they're looking like now they're going to walk through those rounds against the Blues and the Wild. And then they play each other in a similar matchup that you see in the South. And then, you know, the odds are Toronto's kind of marching to the semifinals again to play the winner of Vegas and uh, Colorado. And looking at that series, you know, I think Toronto gets killed. To be honest, I think they get swept by either Vegas or Colorado. Um, you know, Toronto, I don't know if they can play that gritty game. Uh, I don't think they have the horses to keep up with either of those two teams. I think the um, Vegas is a little bit more balanced where Colorado will just fucking outscore you. Um, they're that good. Uh, man, it just, you know, looking at all these matchups, especially out of the East, that just have a gauntlet. I think they're going to run out of steam eventually. Um, I don't like them to make it to the Stanley Cup final. I think you're going to be looking at either Carolina, Tampa versus Colorado and Vegas. I think those are the four teams that you really got to look at uh, to basically be in your Stanley Cup final. Man, I just, yeah. Rangers have a lot of work to do if they want to be able to compete with those teams. They're right there, though. I think there are a few key pieces away. It, it depends on who they bring in. It depends on who they extend. If they're going to go down the path of keeping Zibanejad and not bringing in Eichel, then they really got to rely upon their, you know, their their younger defensemen to keep developing. Lindquist, Braden Schneider to bring, um, you know, Schneider bring that grit, Lindgren to bring that grit, and then. Hopefully bring in, you know, a couple of the role players uh, on the offensive side of the puck um, to play, a, you know, a grinding physical game. Uh, too much skill is not going to win you playoff series. It can win you individual games in the regular season, but it's not going to win you playoff series. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much it for the podcast. Um, you know, thanks for listening. It's a solo one. These are always tough. A raspy voice, just grinding through it. Got an early morning tomorrow, 3.30 a.m., not a big deal. And, you know, we're going to be looking at here, uh, you know, through the next couple weeks, Andy and I, um, when we do our next podcast together, which will probably be this weekend, we have kind of a bombshell, um, bombshell news to break to you little juicy gossip about the Rangers that we heard today. Um, I didn't want to do it on the solo pod today because I really want Andy's thoughts. And, uh, you know, I broke the news to him today. He was in total shock. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about next podcast. And, um, you know, we're going to probably bring to you a little bit more. Uh, our, our, you know, I want Andy's view on the playoffs too. So uh, that'll be next week's podcast. We'll get Andy's view on the playoff matches so far. Uh, there'll be a few games in. Um, yeah, Tampa fucking that series might be over uh, so we're going to have Andy's view on the playoffs and the bombshell breaking news about the New York Rangers and um, you know I don't want to go any further and give you any more details or hints about what happened but um, or what I have to break so I'm going to leave it at that I'm going to send this to Andy he's going to edit it make me sound good and alright you guys Have a good day, and we will talk to you on Friday.
Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod, and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.